now serving butter and bacon. The good stuff. adapter thing and I had flashbacks to Best Buy when people would come in I forget what the adapter was but people were always asking for an adapter to hook two cords together that were impossible to hook together because of the frequency <laughs> and stuff and now it'll be like you can't do that and they're like I've had it before and I'm like, whatever dude you can't do that that adapter doesn't exist I think if you remember telling me it was like some, and it's some it is crazy it's like an HDMI to USB it was something I forget what it was but people were always asking for it I'm like it doesn't exist and they're like Walmart has them. I was like, they were just out of them. Okay, whatever, dude. You can go to Walmart. Okay. Well, get on their- <laughs> go there, get it. Yeah, get on their wait list. Go yeah. for it. But you know who is adaptive? Our listeners. Hi, welcome to Butter and Bacon. We discuss the good stuff of Disney and adapting to new things, new ideas. We're constantly redeveloping new concepts, new ideas, new ways for Fast Pass to be put in use. Yes, we are going to talk about the Genie, Genie Plus, paid fast pass systems. But first, let's introduce the hosts. Let's start with Nick today. Nick, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Paulie. That's awesome. And we also have Dean. Dean, how are you this fine evening? I'm a genie in a bottle, baby. <laughs> I will not rub you the right way or otherwise. But um, Let me out. yeah. Uh, yeah, and, you know, like I said, the, 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 the genie is free. That's the title of this episode. Um, but with an asterisk, because part of it is not free. So, um, Nick took the time to watch the informational video and he took copious notes of what actually the genie program is and entails. Uh, long story short, from my opinion, it looks a lot like what Disneyland's Max Pass system used to be. But, um, you know, Nick, um, could you give us kind of a broad brush, bare bones? What's your impression? Yeah, the it's, it is part Max Pass from Disneyland. They've even said that, that that was the basics of the Fast Pass part. But the um, other part is a trip planning part. So you basically tell it, um, I'm going to Magic Kingdom. I like princesses. I like this. I like that. And then it's supposed to plan your day for you. Like when you arrive, it'll say, um, uh, I think the best place for you to go this morning is Big Thunder Mountain. And then from there, it'll tell you to go here. Hey, it's getting towards lunch. Um, this restaurant's right next to where you're going. Maybe you'd like the mobile order from this restaurant and pick it up, this quick serve, pick it up and then go to whatever your next attraction is. And it'll have um, a whole day planned out for you based on uh, forecasted wait times where you'll be at the park and how it thinks your day will be best maximized. And that's the free part. That sounds like, like, um, touring plans. So, are we allowed to say that out loud? Touring? Yeah, they're <laughs> not, they're like not a sponsor, plus, but I mean, I, I've, I've used touring plans for like nearly 15 years. So, um, yeah, that sounds an awful lot like what the online trip generator would be where you'd yeah. plug in what attractions you want to do. And it will tell you what order to do them in. And it, you can even update it on the fly as you're going. So you can just tell it you're hungry or you know, tell you what restaurant. You can look and see if there's any reservations around where available where you're at. And, you know, make make changes on the fly so you're not stuck into some 
<laughs> what it shows you first thing in the morning. It's telling you, no, you need to do Peter Pan now. It's like, but it's 11 a.m. and the line is three hours long. And it uses, I guess, historical data to tell you that when it thinks that the line will be the shortest for certain attractions. Once again, well. just like touring plans. Interesting. Interesting. Maybe touring plans should sue. Uh, I don't think <laughs> they would like to stand on. <laughs> but that's the basic of the free free version. Pretty much everything else that's attached to it, you have to pay for. Okay. Well, I mean, that's... um. That's at least something for nothing, literally. I mean, that's going to be, uh, you know, because even, you know, again, we'll, we'll, we'll name drop touring plans once again, but even they estimate at most 5 to 7% of the guests are using touring plans at any one time. So it's not like there is a whole bunch of people that will throw off the times by using touring plans. But um, no, this is interesting because it does offer, even if they are using the quote-unquote best time to have you arrive at an attraction it is their way that they can balance out the crowds of the park um and particularly as parades and things get back into the swing of things um you know balancing out where those crowds are because you know as soon as the parade goes by you could almost like clockwork see the wait times climb up near where the parade has just passed so you know we had mentioned in a in a uh, episode that is going to be released after this one uh, you know, waiting for the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party Parade or the Christmas Party Parade to go by so you can get onto Big Thunder Mountain or Splash Mountain. I guarantee in Frontierland, once those parades go by, those attraction wait times go up. So they might try and tell people not to go to those attractions. They might tell people at the Space Mountain that's as far away from the parade as you can get, as an example. Dean, what do you think about that? So Nick, summarize again, so I get some of the stuff I get in the app now. Mm-hmm. My, uh, quick service, uh, order ahead, a little bit of wait time information. And I get this little bit of free trip planning on the fly. Do I get fast passes too, or that's the other part? That's the Genie Plus. Okay. Yeah, you don't, basically all it's going to do is try to plan your day for you so you don't have to pre-plan once in advance and do they basically somewhere that i read one of the guys said that um we're gonna eliminate you having to make your spreadsheet for what you're gonna do we'll do the spreadsheet for you (laughs) so this is taking away i I was trying to my reason for asking the question was i was going to say it sounds like we're getting everything we get today with my disney experience plus a little bit of trip planning help Yes. But if they're going to take away my spreadsheets, that, that, that's a negative. They're I think it's away. for people that don't want to have to spreadsheet. You know, you know, Why would we, you not want spreadsheets? I mean, I'm a big fan of... I actually don't use spreadsheets. I use PowerPoint. <gasps> but, um, you know, but but it's, it's, it's one of those things where, yeah, people don't necessarily want to plan out what they're doing in advance. They just want to show up. But they also don't want to wait in line unnecessarily. So I think this is kind of catering to the people who just want to show up, but also a little bit more judicious with their time. It'll be all the people that show up at Park Open. It'll spread them out around the park. They'll throw some people into Adventureland, some into Tomorrowland, spread them around the park, and hopefully keep wait times down because they're evenly distributed. People follow the 
the guy the, the guide that they that genie what genie tells them to do i mean basically. yeah i mean you get you get people that uh, my in-laws is a perfect example they don't care what order they do things in they just would like to do certain things you know they don't need to be riding jungle cruise first thing because that's what they did on their first trip in 1973 yeah. i understand that if that is something that is someone's you know tradition but for people that just go they don't care if they're doing jungle cruise at rope drop or they're doing jungle cruise at 11:45 or they're doing jungle cruise at 3 so i think i'm hearing not even net value add, just like value add over yeah. what it is today. If you feel like using it. If you feel like using it. I also like that you don't have to. Yeah, you don't have to use it at all. You can use it to just plan, help plan your day. And then if you want to pay, you can make more of your day. And that's yeah. next. So <laughs> yeah, let's, let's, let's dive like. into that because uh, that might be the more interesting half. I think yeah, so. so the, well, it's not half, Dean. You don't even know the half of it. Yeah. <laughs> So, it's we usually focus on Disney World. I'll go with the Disney World stats. So it's basically fifteen dollars per ticket per day. So if a group of four do the math, fifteen dollars per per ticket per day for your trip. They really um, requesting. Could you do the math? Yeah. I was told there would be no math on this podcast. <laughs> oh wait, there's always math. So fifteen dollars per ticket per day. For four people, sounds about sixty bucks a day. Okay, yeah. there you go, sixty All bucks right. a day. Um, Total. And they were asked why Disney World and Disneyland have different pricing, and uh, Josh Demel said that um, Disneyland's used to paying twenty dollars a day, um, and that at Disney World the vacations are usually longer, so to help spread out the cost, they've lowered the price, and to get people used to it, it's like an introductory price. And that's the guy from the Transformers movies, right? Yeah. No. No, Josh Tomorrow. What's his name? Josh Tomorrow. What'd I say, Demel? Oh, Josh Demel. Did I say Josh? From the old show Las Vegas. Yeah, you did. (laughs) You can start over again. (laughs) Too many people to remember everybody's name. There are a lot of names to remember. Yeah. I was told there'd be no names to remember. Josh. Let me look at my phone here. D- tomorrow. It's like tomorrow, tomorrow, but it's Tomorrowland. He's he's tomorrow's child. Nice. He's supposed to be the one to save the company after JPEG runs it into the ground. Enough with the freaking JPEG. JPEG's <laughs> um, yeah, doing a great job. I'm not sure what the problem is. You know, actually, tomorrow sounds like the starting second baseman for the New York Yankees. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Well, they're, they're winning today, so uh, as long as the streak can there you go. So at Disney World, you'd have um, basically 40 attractions. It says 40 plus attractions to choose from for um, the, the Fast Pass. So when you do the G- Genie Plus, you get Fast Pass. If you're a hotel guest, you can make your reservation, your first Fast Pass at 7 o'clock. If you're staying offsite um, and you're just coming in for the day, uh, you can make your first reservation when park opens. So depending on when the park opens, yeah, it's all day of. So there's no... Okay. 60 days in advance or any of that. You walk in, 7 o'clock hits. I guess you, if you're going to Hollywood Studios, I guess you need to choose. Do you want to try to get a fast pass or lightning pass is what it's called. A lightning pass to uh, rock and roller coaster or try to get on the boarding group for Rise of the Resistance. 
Because can you do both? I guess if you have two phones. Usually, <laughs> I would have a phone, and my wife would have a phone, and my yeah. kid would have a phone. So we could all be. I guess you could all try. One person could try for boarding passes. The other could try for fast passes. Yep. Or lightning passes. That's gonna take some getting used to. Ka-chow! Uh, so then, once you use your first one, then you can make another one. So you just you have one at a time, which is how Max Pass works at Disneyland. Once you use one, you can make another. And you can like continue to do that throughout the day. And Legacy Fast Pass, for that matter. Yeah. So you can just once you use one, make another throughout the rest of the day. So you're you're paying the fifteen dollars to get uh, on the next attraction. Now right. I I went with. Um, Disney World, I, I met up with a couple of uh, guys and we spent the day and one of the guys was constantly on his phone checking for fast passes and we were just going from attraction to attraction that he got. He made a fast pass for while we were in line for the one ride. So while we are in ride for Jungle Cruise, he made a fast pass for Haunted Mansion and we just did that. So this is basically the same thing, except you don't have to sit there and keep refreshing the fast pass to try to find when one popped open. Got it. All right. Um, and then with that, you also get um, photo pass for the day, and you get uh, add access to the audio feature, which is you could like get fun facts and stuff about attractions while you're in line and stuff. Yeah, the audio feature that was something that I was kind of interested in too, because um, on another podcast, again not affiliated, but I'm a big fan, uh, WTTM Window to the Magic podcast. Um, a while ago had someone, one of their listeners is sight impaired and they stopped by, this is specifically in Disneyland, they stopped by City Hall and they were able to pick up the audio descriptive service for going through Disneyland. So if you imagine doing a guided tour in a museum where they give you like the headphones and they'll describe to you what you're seeing, this is something that's done like that, but it's for Disneyland. I wonder if this could tie into that or, or that's kind of what they're looking for to do with the um audio portion because wow. that they played a little bit of that on the show and it was amazing i mean it's it's basically like getting a guided tour describing what you're seeing as if you can't see it the the way it was describing the video was just um like you'd hear an imagineer talking a little bit about the ride and maybe giving you some fun facts and stuff so i don't know if it'd be a full full-on description of what's happening but okay. more just uh this is the world-famous Jungle Cruise. It was built in such and such. So don't get my hopes up, is what you're saying. No. I'm sure you could go to guest services and get your own... Uh, That's true. ...guided tour. That's true. That's true. You could just pay Nick, and he'll follow you around and tell you stuff. Yeah, I'll tell you what's going on. He will show me where all of the peanut butter location is. I'll mispronounce people's names. That's fine. <laughs> Unit attractions. This is the Hooted Munchen. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, question. As someone who did not watch the details, you mentioned $15 per person per day. Mm -hmm. Does everybody in the group have to have the same media if you're in a, a reservation, or can you apply it to certain tickets and not all of them? Um, that they didn't really get into. I'm assuming it's like the system now where you can select who uh, who's joining your Fast Pass group at that point you get to select who's going to be mm. in your group that would make sense and then if i have a, a five-day park hopper or five-day ticket do i have to buy this all five days 
No, you can just buy it one day if you just want it. It's there's no. You can buy it day of when you're there. Yeah. Wow. And so like, that, that actually... said, Oh, go ahead. Sorry. They said for like annual pass holders, if they're coming in for the day and they want to add it for the day, they can add it right in the app. They can say, I want to add Genie Plus for today, and then it'll kick on, and they can start making fast passes. So lightning I, pass. Yeah, we gotta get out of this. Lightning lane. Fast, fast. Yeah, that's gonna take a while. Lightning pass. <laughs> lightning pass. No, that's lightning lane. LL. Lightning lane. Yes, that makes it interesting for if you're going to do something like, let's say, Epcot, but before the Guardians ride opens. So you're just going to go and hang out and like, you know, do the do the countries and not necessarily drink around the world, but just kind of take your time and walk around and stroll. You don't have to pay that $60 for that family for to not use Lightning Pass, but going to the studios or going to Animal Kingdom and you want to make sure that you get on the Safari or Flight of Passage, that might be worth it for that. That's interesting. So the other component they announced is the um, you can pay to ride up to two attractions per day on a select group of rides. So like Rise of the Resistance, you can pay an additional $20 per person. I don't know what the exact price is, but... $20 per person, and you guys all get into Rise of the Resistance. That's or, a little more affordable than Star Cruiser. Yeah. So I'll the, the two attractions they mentioned were Seven Dwarfs Mine Train and Rise of the Resistance. So those aren't going to be on the Fast Pass list, Lightning Lane list, if you get the Genie Plus. LLL. Um, okay, so Genie Plus, no Seven Dwarfs. No Seven Dwarfs. That nope. will have that will either be standby or paper. I mean, I'm fine with standby anyway. But yeah. what's what's interesting is, you know, like you had mentioned before, Rise of the Resistance is still gonna have boarding groups. Mm-hmm. And um, the Ratatouille Remy's adventure is going to have boarding groups. So yeah. I'm going to imagine that when that comes online might also not be part of the lightning lane. And I would imagine all new attractions will go to boarding passes, at least for the first couple months. Just to show. Yeah. yeah. Oh, if I want to ride Rise of the Resistance, I can get up at 7 and try to get a boarding group. Or I can pay $20 for my Lightning Lane exclusive uh, Southwest being the first group boarding group. Yeah. may not be the first, but you would get in a, a time to come back. You would get a time. You would get a time. Come back between this time and this time. You'll get a time. Your wife will get a different time, and your son would get a third time. <laughs> no, and at least one of them will be during an ADR already booked. Right. Yep. And when you're already booked in another park. <laughs> well, no, the genie is supposed to know. That's right. The genie yep. will know which park I'm in. That's right. You should know what park you're in, where you already have reservations made. Should already have all that information because it's all in the My Disney Experience app. So right. everything you've done, it should know. That makes sense. And you could you can have a res like say you don't have a reservation for lunch, and you're walking around Magic Kingdom, and it says, "Hey, you can go get a hamburger right now." Mobile order for the Starlight Cafe, which you could say, "Let's check restaurants that are available," and they'll tell you, "Hey, you can join a wait list for be our guest," or there's a reservation available in 15 minutes at Skipper Canteen. 
and you can book that and head on over. You take that one every time. I take the Skipper Canteen. Otherwise, I'm over at uh, the Cheshire Cafe, and I'm just going to get some snacks. (laughs) (laughs) And a Dole Whip. Skipper Canteen, I'm taking the lightning ride on the monorail to go over to Kona Cafe. (laughs) Yeah, right. Yeah, go. Yeah, Kona Cafe, uh, Trader Sam's if it's open. Um, Perfect. So, and, and All actually, right, so, so Nick, I'm, I'm sorry, Paul, uh, another question. So I have to have my park reservation. Mm-hmm. I'm yes. no longer booking my fast pass 60 days in advance. Nope. If I want to book any fast passes, I have to pay for them. But yeah. I'm not getting any of them until I step foot in the park. The only ones I'm not sure about, because they didn't go into a whole lot of detail, is the two you're paying for separately yeah, putting those aside. when you do uh, those. But you can make your first Lightning Lane selection at 7 a.m. if you're an on-site guest. If you're um, staying off property or just coming in for the day as an annual pass holder, it would be when you when the park opens. Ah, so there's a perk to staying on property. Yeah. You get to make your first selection at 7 a.m. It's a small perk, but it's a perk. So what, what I'm hearing then is this is more like the old, I'll call it the old FastPass system, the paper FastPass system. And people generally, and again, maybe it's just because anytime things change, they always say they like the old model, but people express that they like that system. You know, so this is kind of like that, except I don't have to get in the park and sprint to Space Mountain with all of my family's tickets and put it through a machine. I just have to open up my app at the right time and push a button. Yeah. And most people also said they don't like getting up at five o'clock in the morning to make fast passes 60 days out. So this... You don't have to do that either. I mean, yeah. it sounds pretty good. Yeah. Just that you're paying for it. <laughs> I think that's the pushback. Yeah, I mean, but... But you were paying for it at Disneyland, and they were... And everyone I've talked to that has used MaxPass liked it. They enjoyed it. Yeah, and... Paying for it at Universal. Say- yeah, well, well, that's where I was going to go. Um, if you get Express Pass or if you get the Flash Pass at the Six Flags Park, um, you aren't limited, but the costs are like $120 up per person. So, yeah, you know, and if you only wanted to do three rides, if you only wanted to do, you know, Gringotts and Forbidden Journey and Hagrid's, which I don't think is on... <laughs> the um their, their paid pass system anyway ah you know like that's an awful lot of money to spend whereas this i feel like yeah you pay 15 bucks like you were mentioning nick where you can just do it over and over and over and over and over again and if you want to make sure you ride rise of the resistance or seven doors mine train you're paying 20 bucks for it you know, rather than 120 or I think actually at, at Six Flags, I think it's like $80 per person to use them. Okay. But, but yeah, I mean, it, I, is it, yes. Is it money I didn't want to pay? Also, yes. But it also negates people who may or may not go to the theme park taking up a fast pass spot on My Magic Plus just because they can. It's like, oh, you know, I think I'll book a fast pass for Space Mountain. And then not go. I'm in New Jersey. Like, (laughs) you know, like, yeah. I'm not saying it happened often, but it happened. Yeah, when I had an annual pass, I was able to book um, fast passes, even though I wasn't at, I was in, I was in Texas. 
There you go. I just did it once to see if I could. I immediately canceled it. But yeah, cool. Because you're a cognizant <laughs> person. But you know there are people like, oh, yeah, I might go to the park, so I'm going to make fast passes, and then they don't go to the park. Yeah. Which, again, well, is seen, fine, but cancel them. I've seen people say they've had two or three dining reservations for the same night and just <sighs> decide which one they want to go to the next, you know, before they get charged for them. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that either. Yeah. No. That's no bueno. Yeah. The other thing, and, you know, we kind of glossed over it, um, but the photo pass, could you talk a little bit about that? Because that actually is a significant price decrease from what you would have to pay on the Magic Magic Gear Way. <laughs> There's a blast in the past, not Magic Gear Way. On the <laughs> um, yeah, so just says... On, on, um, on the My Disney Experience app with how to do um, photo pass before. Yeah, so this, the according to the release they put, Disney Genie Plus also includes the audio experiences and Disney Photo Pass extras, unlimited photo downloads from your Disneyland Resort, and special AR lenses at Walt Disney World Resort. I mean, that's pretty cool for 15 bucks. Yeah. Per person. Per person. Um, didn't read this part before, but you can make your, um, so if you have the Genie Plus and you're at Magic Kingdom, but you're planning on park hopping over to, uh, Hollywood Studios, you can be in Magic Kingdom and make a Lightning Lane reservation for Tower of Terror and then go park hop. Oh, that's cool. So you could choose which part. Now, this is what I don't know because I haven't done the reservation system for the parks. You're in Magic Kingdom, you have your reservation, all that stuff. You want to park hop. Do you have to have the reservation already set? No. It's only After, the first park you enter? Only the first park. After 2 o'clock, you can go to any park you want. Okay. So after 2 o'clock, you sit there and go, I think it's All right, can I get onto Tower of Terror at 2.30? Can I get onto Mickey's Runaway Railway? I doubt it. But, you know, uh, you know, can can you can you get Toy Story, um, you know, Slinky Dog Dash, whatever. You're not, you're not getting from Magic Kingdom to Hollywood Studios in a half hour. No, well, <laughs> you, got, you got a driver. <laughs> but yes, there's that. Fun fact, though, Paul, if you originally had your park scheduled that day for Epcot and you didn't go that morning and then you want to jump to Hollywood Studios, you, have to wait till you still have to go to Epcot. Oh. No, yeah. even if even after you two o'clock, you have to tap in first. You have to check in to jump. All right, so then I'm driving to Beach Club, and I'm drinking something, and then I'm going to International <laughs> Gateway, tapping in, walking out, getting on Skyliner, and That's going. That's the way to do it. Notice it didn't say boardwalk, because I would never leave. Fair. <laughs> Very true. The No Way Jose may draw you in at the beach club. No. Yeah, but then I'm ready to just lounge on the Skyliner. <laughs> <laughs> they don't um, specifically call out Rise of the Resistance in any of this as one of the individual attractions you can uh, pay for. The only ones they call out are Seven Dwarfs Mine Train and Radi Radiator Springs Racers at California Adventure. It was Josh that said Rise of the Resistance in his interview. Okay, well, maybe maybe that's just updating literature or something like that. But, yeah, that's interesting. Looking to see. So, 
The complimentary services are forecasted future wait time, virtual assistance. So if you want to know um, what time something closes, you can. There's a chat feature, and you can say, "Hey, uh, you know." So, uh, do we have a new thing like "Hey Siri," "Alexa," "Hey Genie," yeah. "Hey Genie," <laughs> "Hey Genie," what time does beer guest close? Um, there's a restaurant wait list, a check-in and reservation system. You can mobile order, and you can um, join the virtual queues. Those are most of that was there anyways, but okay. Um, and then there's tip boards, and that basically shows you an attraction status, when the show times are, when dining's available, and the standby wait times. So you can go to the ride tip board, and it'll show you basically the wait times and when it thinks will be the best time for you to run over to jump on something and we'll know how the slowest or the shortest wait. Okay. Or for dining, you know, when when something's available, you can check that. I'm looking over all this stuff. Let's see if I missed anything. <laughs> so when they were talking about bringing FastPass back, there was some speculation that FastPass might vary based on what resort you're staying. Doesn't sound like there's anything here that's related to that. So that they that haven't not materialized. No. No. Um, but I if if we can brainstorm a little bit here, I can also see if in the future, if you're staying at a moderate, maybe it's only ten dollars a day. And if you're staying at a deluxe, maybe it's only five dollars a day to get the Genie Plus. Or I could see if you're staying at a deluxe, you get one free, or one free with one your, free uh, yeah. selected ride. You could pick the ride you want and the time you want, and you can just go right onto that one with your stay. Yeah. Or maybe even the two per because you get two per day. Maybe they let you give both of those. Yep. Yeah, I mean, again, think of the universal model, right? Certain resorts, your uh, your pass is included. Yep. So yeah, you can do that yeah. here. Say, if you're staying at a deluxe, you get this included. Get Genie yep. Plus included. So how Disney did like the free dining plan, they could do like a free Genie Plus if you stay at these resorts at this time, maybe to bring people in on the off season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I mean, I, I would imagine the deluxes are the hardest to sell out anyway. Um, most people, I think, are trending. I mean, Dean, you, you being the owner and proprietor of a travel agency... Um, adventure is out there, travel. Um, if you're staying at Yacht Club, you can have whatever you want. Right. We just need to fill those rooms. Right. Because those are the last to fill. Yeah. You know, um, I read this somewhere. I don't remember where I read it, but that Disney was, I don't know if they've been doing this forever or they just started doing it lately, but they'll book up the All-Stars or Pop Century or Art of Animation and then move people from those to moderates to sell more rooms at the at the values because they sure. know those will keep filling up. Yep. yep, I believe it. So book all star sports and hope you get upgraded. I know quite a f- quite a few people that have been upgraded not only from um, specifically all star music, and they go to even the one bedroom over at Saratoga. Which to me sounds utterly bizarre, but it must be the cash rooms that don't sell. Probably. That's a great room. Yeah, right? 
one better than Saratoga. I mean, if you're going to a family suite at All Star Music, I mean, yeah, it's a family suite, but that's not a DVC. (laughs) Kitchen. (laughs) With a full kitchen, exactly. You can't walk to Gideon's. No. And try to walk back with your six pounds of cookies. (laughs) (laughs) Bring a friend to help you carry it. Right. Uh, The service easily maps out an entire day inspired by things you say you love, maximizing your park time and your fun. Itineraries update throughout the day so you can better go with the flow as your day changes. Bringing together all new features and existing favorites in one central place, a personalized tip board, forecasting wait times, mobile ordering, dining and experience reservations, restaurant check-ins, and a virtual assistant. That's what the complimentary in-app services are. And that is the good stuff. This has been the good stuff. Thank you for listening to Butter and Bacon. For personalized trip planning services and expertise, please contact Becca via email at Becca at AdventuresOutThereTravel.com on Twitter at AIOT Travel or visit our website AdventuresOutThereTravel.com where you can get more information, read our blog, subscribe to our newsletter, and request a quote. Let them know Butter and Bacon session. You can follow Butter and Bacon on Twitter at Butter and Bacon on Instagram as Butter and Bacon Podcast. And please contact us via email at butterandbaconpodcast at gmail.com. To get the good stuff delivered hot and fresh, please subscribe to Butter and Bacon in your podcast app of choice. My dearest listener, it is with deepest pride and greatest pleasure that we welcome you tonight. And now we invite you to relax. Let us pull up a chair as Beau et Bacon proudly presents your outtakes. Andrew just came and got Taco to put him to bed. (laughs) Sorry. Taco's been absconded. Yeah, he got kicked out. You know, uh, food, food carries best in your stomach. <laughs> Wait, let me write that down. Yes, that's right. That, it's like a accessory. I, I, want, I want that on a, like a, a wall uh, hanging or something. Yeah. You know, Can you eat paint that for us, Paul? Yes. Eat, pray, love. I'll put it in a Trajan font um, with like <laughs> a gray on cream with a wood frame. Uh, and it'll say food. If you carries- do that, I will hang that in my house. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, Beck. <laughs> Beck will be like, what is this? It's Paul. You will appreciate your, your abilities. Handmade art. <laughs> I'll find a wall. It will hang here. I promise. That is funny. Or, or like anything you get from like your in-laws. It'll at least hang here when you stop by. Right. Yes, <laughs> that's exactly right. Now I have to write it down so I don't forget it. Because I, I tend to do that, too. I come up with fun things. And then people are like, oh, yeah, what about that idea? I'm like, yeah, I can't remember. Oh, if only we were recording this. Right? Food travels best in your stomach. <laughs>